And ah, uh, yes, once again, it's the boss podcast that is Philadelphia from the Duke Barber Shop, Uptown Philly. We the fuck everywhere. Sleeves to hustle all day long, here to get it the fuck on. You know what I'm talking about? Stop the militant one. You already know, AKA brother Byron in the building. Dread on the lens. I ain't fucking up this time, player. You know what I'm saying? I got you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? My bad. You know what I'm saying? I fucked up. Yeah. And what else, man? And we are here today to welcome our esteemed brother, guest. You know what I'm saying? This good brother that watched him matriculate, matriculate and form his shit since uh, Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. Shippensburg. God damn. Kappa up there, though, correct? Yes, sir. Ah, yes. If you didn't know, we're talking to the good brother, the young black entrepreneur, marketing extraordinaire, Tyrone T. Dot Dixon. Welcome to the boys, yeah. good brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? In the building. You know what I mean? And this motherfucker right here, let me to give you a backstory real quick about this fucking guy. <laughs> all right? Marketing extraordinaire. This guy put me in the fucking hospital. You understand? Yeah, you're going to tell fucking... that story. Uh, he been to <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been waiting to story. fucking tell like, this story. Ago, you like, know what I'm saying? I can't wait till I get teed out in this motherfucker to tell him about his motherfucking Hennessy parties. Those Hennessy day parties around 2015, 16, Sundays down in the fucking basement. In the basement. Like, listen, it's light like shit coming out down that joint. You go down there, Blackout, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking with this Henny and this motherfucker. Yeah, blacked out. It was over at like nine o'clock. Why did I wake up at three or four or something getting woke up talking about, oh, you woke now. Fuck you mean. Where am I at, lady? You're in the hospital. How? Yeah. How, motherfucker? Hennessy, you know? That's why I don't drink this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Drunk. Tank shit. That's just how lit the parties would go with this good brother. And that's just one of the things he got going on in his marketing capacity, man. Real shit. Been holding Philly down in the tri-state for a decade plus now, good brother. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. What made you even get into it, man? Let's begin there. You know what I mean? I, I mean, when you brought it up, it was like being in college. Like, you know, when I went to school in Shimmersburg, you know, I came back in 2008. You know, I was a fish out of water, man. Like, I, I knew the city, but I didn't know the city. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I was I got kicked out of a Cebu party. Well, not kicked out, but it was like, it was a Cebu party. Gilly was having that shit. And mm-hmm. I was going, I'm used to college. I'm used to up there where it's like, it's a little black community. Mm-hmm. So we all roll together. Mm-hmm. We do everything together. We make sure, like, you good, I'm good. So showing up there, I get to the door. I had $60 probably on me. And I got to the door, and they was like, yo, it's $60 to get in. Mm. And I was just like, Say what? That, what does everybody else go to don't do this? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like 60 to get in. I can't buy a Corona. I can't just shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Just so, look good. Right. So then when I went back to school that weekend, I'm telling them, and they're so foreign because they come from so many different places mm-hmm. outside of Philly. They're from Lancaster, Redding, mm-hmm. you know, Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. So when I graduated, I'm like, yo, it got to be some folks like me. Whereas, like, you know, I'm... Just trying to get a good job. I'm looking for something, but mm. I like to socialize. I want to go out, mm-hmm. and I don't want to always have to appease to with the white folks. Right. Not for us, mm-hmm. where you know the last ten minutes of that, wherever you going, then they give you a little bit of your music. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they make sure that like, we gave you something so you uh-huh. can't say yeah, it. Get that like, put, put back that ass up. Right. right. They exactly. love that <laughs> shit. Like, they, they love <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it was like, my thing was like, well, how do I create a space to where I know it's folks like me that can get together and a lot of these places they making money and they act like they don't want us, but they I, want us. I know good folks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would meet more people and I was like, nah, there's no way we ain't got somewhere where we can go kick it. So that really got my, my, my wheels rolling just to figure out where can we go and it's not going to be neighborhood bars, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's fucked up to say it. I mean, I, I can curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, absolutely, it's, absolutely. Yeah, brother. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, but yeah, get yeah, it off your fucking chest. Nice, nice you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make sure. I'm- <laughs> Man, and you can nicely <laughs> try respect that. You can nicely <laughs> curse in this motherfucker as you need to, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like you know, making sure it's like, you know, where can we go that appeases us, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, when you start, when I start realizing, I'm like. Man, this city segregated as shit. Is it mm. It's a segregated city, no matter how big it is or how they want to make it big. Mm. So I really just was like, look, I'm gonna just jump out there. Mm-hmm. I knew enough, or at least on some cap the cappers I know would show up. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, because my mom's still in college and shit. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. A lot of these guys, they got other jobs now, they got families. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, it started to I realized it's bigger than just mm-hmm. you know the shit we into on some fraternity shit. Mm-hmm. Them same guys go home and they got different jobs and different lives. So mm-hmm. they got me going. So saying you mentioned how segregated the city is and all that, how did you get your foot in the door? Um, so it, it was like I would go sit down, man. I'm a, like I said, I'm social, and I still had that college shit. I drink, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, just start socializing, right? exactly. But I, I went to where I like to go, so I usually would be like the only black dude there. I used to go down Old City and park up wherever I would see. Ain't no bar, ain't no traffic. Mm-hmm. And then I started realizing, like, so who's the bar manager? Just seeing how they should go. Mm-hmm. And it's asking them questions. And they got mm-hmm. so used to seeing me that they would, like, really start bringing me in talking. Right. And um, I ended up getting drinks with this white guy named John Frankowski. He's, to this day, is a great friend. And, you know, you need somebody from across the aisle to reach over mm-hmm. to make it where you can be accepted mm-hmm. in places you might We like to ever. call them. Allies, it's real shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. John Frankowski's a real ass ally, man. Like right, he did the same right. one. Like you know, I met him in there getting drunk. Turns out he owned shampoo. Okay, mm, okay. Right. Yeah, so yeah. he owned shampoo. He also owned um, a spot in Old City. It was called um, Mix. Was it fucking Mix? I believe it is Mint. Mm-hmm. Um, so he owned them two spots, and he was talking. He was like, you know, come on down. Tell me what you what you want to do. And he was working with a, a promoter, and he was just a straight promoter, and he had no issues about, I'm just a promoter. It was Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, Coco was down there, and you know he's older than me, and John was just like, you know, you should meet Coco. So when I started rapping with Coco, I was like, you know, he was like, first, he was like, you're not from here. I said, like, I'm from Yadon. He was like, yeah, I know you ain't from Philly. He was like, in fact, you walk, how you meet him and not know me? Right? I was like, yeah, I don't be in the street. Right? Mm-hmm. So... I started throwing parties at Shampoo and I was dying. Like, that spot fit eight, nine hundred people. Mm-hmm. I might have 50 people come show up just, mm-hmm. just to support me on the strength of, like, you trying to do some shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And, um, you know, I, and when I started realizing, I was like, yo, it got to be a business to this. So I was like, how many more Cocos is out there? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I started, like, <laughs> I, I met DJ Boo and I started meeting, like, the guys that were just straight. I just throw parties. And I'm like, well, 
if y'all come together, you know, enough of y'all, I got a space for y'all that can fit mm-hmm. 800 people. something people. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, because I believe in group economics. I believe in collaboration. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know. Get what Cass is doing the same thing. Yeah, right. Like-minded each folks, one, man. Teach one, man. Right but see, watch one I'm now. not threatening because, like, you know, at the city at that time, it was a lot of, like, individuals and and everybody need to do on their own. Nobody really operate together. Mm-hmm. So for me to have something, like what I've noticed and what I learned later on, a lot of folks have been in my spot and not used it to benefit nobody else. Mm-hmm. And they'd have kept trying to either grow it and then run into the ground where you lose an opportunity. But I looked at it like, man, I got to be more cocos. And I mm-hmm. met, that's how I started meeting everybody that was throwing parties from uptown down to West Philly, Southwest. Mm-hmm. And I opened up Shampoo. And it just took off from there because then it was just like, if you can organize and get these guys on the same page, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, mm-hmm. what else you got going on? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of led into where at the time, the liquor companies, you know, they all, all these companies like to see where their money's going. And when they are investing and they see that, you know, we're in these other clubs, but this club shampoo's buying a lot of our product. That's mm-hmm. a multicultural product. That's it's black folks mm-hmm. on a Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. we don't got nothing going on on Sunday and they start asking around mm-hmm. and my name will come up. And that's when I start working with the liquor companies. Like, look, if y'all struggling to sell y'all product in some of these spots, bring me in, you know, like I, I bring and I'll put together some black program. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know that's our product, you know, that's what we drink. You know, that's what we like. Right. You know, help me be, help me get through the middle bullshit of they don't want black folks in here, but they want our money. If I come in with y'all, they're going to say yes. And they started saying yes because they saw what I was doing with shampoo. Okay. Oh, wow. Hold on, man, real quick. I like to take this time out to say we have a black history moment <laughs> by the good brother Tyrone T. Dixon in the building now, bridging that gap, making it, you know what I'm saying? Why you motherfuckers was partying hard in them 2010s. And on, you know what I'm saying? Thank you, T Dot, man. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Real shit. Black History Moments by the boys, by the way. All right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, it's facts, man. Like, yo, that's like, no, real shit. Like, you talking about the real dynamics of this shit. You get what I'm saying? That that goes into it that, you know, the average person ain't going want to talk about or will get. Like, you kept going. You get what I'm saying? Most motherfuckers after that first know a couple bomb shows. You get what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that'll turn the motherfucker. No, no, the the average motherfucker. was there. See, what I like about it is how he said initially he had to reach out across the aisle, right? Mm-hmm. But now you've established yourself so somebody in the same aisle as you don't have to reach out across the aisle no more. Right. They and can that was reach out directly cool. to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Completely, man. And that's why I was like, you know, like, I'm from Yale and I'm from Delaware County. I grew up in Philly. Mm-hmm. And that was always like something that I never understood. Philly was always as segregated as it is. Even us on our side of the fence, we wouldn't rock with each other. We know who everybody is, what everybody doing. Mm-hmm. But you would never see people come together and operate. Right. Mm-hmm. Coming from a fraternity mindset and from mm-hmm. sports, mm-hmm. Like I'm a point guard. I'm a natural point guard. Yo, My thing is, Philly's mm-hmm. like that, man. Right? Like, like they be hating on each other. Like, like you show somebody too much love. You a dick eater. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. yo, that's not really how you can maneuver out here. It's not enough for It's us. not brotherly at all. You know what I'm saying? No, so it's like, I didn't mind doing it. And, you know, and I would be the weird boy that come up and see, yo, you know, I see, I would hear that y'all had something going on. I'll show up and support. I'd like to drink anyway. Let me show you. I'm going to drink anyhow. Mm-hmm. Let me go with myself. And mm-hmm. that, that started to kind of go further where it went from being like, yo, okay, cool. He all right. 
he wear it. But, you know, the common denominator is, you know, for me, it was always, you know, women is the backbone of everything. Like, we know. Speak on it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you can sit here and not know a guy from Can of Paint, right? But then it's just like, if a woman introduces y'all in a way where it's like, you know, like she kind of already vetted you, made it cool, like you might be dealing with her. Or it just might be something where she's like, yo, you, you ever meet my friend Rob? You like, no, I don't know Rob. You know, but on the strip, I want to get to know you. Hey, what's up with Rob? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm cool. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he all right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And then that kind of like started to grow because like at the time, a lot of the women were like in the liquor's positions, sales mm-hmm. reps, mm-hmm. or they was like the bar managers and they understood what was going on. So it was like when I realized that, I was just like, look. I mean, and there's nothing between us. You know, I can help you and yeah. wherever you know, somebody I should know. It's yeah. good business. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. That's it's good all business. I'm saying. That's right. all. Like, when it makes sense, let's just make it good business. You know what I'm saying? That's all. But you're absolutely right. Got to bring that woman in. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know How many times you been out somewhere and, like, you know, I go places by myself and check it out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, it's an attractive woman. And then woman, she's somewhere in the room. And you kind of catch it. The other, you, you and him both caught it. Mm-hmm. Now I was like, oh, we, we got good taste. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You like, like what I like. like. You know, first round on me. <laughs> and it just kind of builds out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the bar culture that Philly is. Because Philly is a restaurant city first. Mm-hmm. Then it's a nightlife city. So that's why it's behind. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these food places become nightlife. at the Right. Season. Exactly. You know how to work it. See, I'm glad y'all mentioned that because I wanted to bring that up because... I'm not in the streets. <laughs> oh, we fucking know militant one. Fight the power. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I get to, I get told man. Every week. You know what I'm saying? So if you were from if you were talking to somebody from out of town, right? Word. How would you describe the Philly nightlife scene? I mean, I know things tend to sometimes they're great, sometimes they're good, sometimes things are good and then they fall off. Mm-hmm. Currently, how would you currently describe Philly's nightlife? I mean, it's kind of been the same way for years. I say Philly is a big little city. It's a a, a big little city. Um, You know, we're one of the last cities that people are actually from here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's crazy though. We one of the cities that we transplant everywhere else too. Right. You you can go to Atlanta, get get a good good. You go to LA. You go to LA. It's a it's a flock of folks out there. Exactly. Like anywhere you gonna go, but H Town, all that. When I explain to folks that come here, I'm like, you know, we are a big little city. Everybody in that joint, like, who homie right there? Right. While all the bitches looking at him and shit. You know what I'm saying? It 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 goes on, man. It's kind of hard to to to, uh, capture a a, a feeling and a look at the same time. You know what I mean? You want to have a good elegant upscale type of situation where but you also want this to rock at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I said start. You came in. It was the merge of the two. Right. And that's right, what you right, brought right. together. That's right. the that's the that's the void that was missing basically. Right. You get what I'm saying? I mean, like like I, I would tell people, man, especially companies, like uh, a lot of my friends that I kind of start out with staying consistent, they grew into leadership roles. Mm-hmm. So you might have been like the sales rep, now you the sales Mm-hmm. After a couple of years, you got decision making power, mm-hmm. and that's when it was just like, all right. So, think about it. Most of the time, when you leave work, y'all don't spend time together outside of work, but in work, right. and that's just like a forced moment, mm-hmm. like Christmas parties and right, all that right. shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, why not take advantage of what's around here? Like, mm-hmm. if you able to invite the you know the black accountants out, mm-hmm. if you able to then invite like entrepreneurs. And they mm-hmm. think it's all salons and all that. Mm-hmm. If you start theming and putting it that way, you'd be surprised 
how much more overlap there is than it's not. Mm -hmm. And then you start seeing different faces. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, you create those spaces where it's like, you know, everybody can say, at least I went somewhere that I haven't been before. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest thing to create in Philly Mm -hmm. is being somewhere and doing something you haven't done already. Right. Also with a type of like mixed crowd that it's not like you like, nah, that's a hood joint. Or no, that's just an uppity joint. Or that's just a white joint. You get what I'm saying? No. You gotta sell sell a feeling. No, but that's what he did. That's what I'm saying. That was the whole vibe. Like you got everything in there. You know what I'm saying? You had hood cats that would come to these joints. You had the socialites. You had the regulars. You know what I'm saying? So so it was a dope vibe because of, you know what I'm saying, what you presented out there. You know what I mean? Well what based on what you said though, what was dope, right? And it was like um, you know, I went through a period where I like wine. It was like, you know, the women I was into like wine. So it was like, oh, you know, we had the wine kind of so on here. You gotta make sure the uh, Black Oak Wine Club. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Back, shout out to Mar and them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's and me, I'm in the partner years later. I mean, we'll probably get into that in this conversation. You know, when I started my, my app, Mar was a part of that. But when I was in the wine, you know, I would go to the art galleries, first Fridays down Old City mm. by myself, just strolling and just again, how does this work? Who works here? Mm-hmm. Yo, I know people that will love this, man. Like, what days y'all don't have making money? And when I started doing the wine mixer, it started on, like I told you about cornbread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it started over on Six and Chestnut, James Oliver Art Gallery. And, you know, he couldn't see it. He was like, so 100 black people coming in here, they're young. Mm-hmm. I said, 21 to 30, they coming yeah. in. And we only going to serve wine. That's it. He was yeah. just like, it's an untapped market, right? He was like, he's like, you think so? He was like, you know, man, I like you, man. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> because it's not even about smoking the wise. It's, it's cats like to come out and vibe. You know? Right. Yeah. Just be social. Right. You know? social and then switch you know? it up and do something that you have. In a different before, environment. You know? In a dope-ass environment. You know? like, oh, y'all got wine too? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, the thing I'm most proud about, right? And it was like, I'm in there, and there was this white woman that came off the street. She's looking at this piece of art, and there's a guy I know. He's a straight. He's always he's a trapped out street guy. Mm-hmm. He's there looking at the same piece of art, but he comes from an art background. Okay, and you know, so he's talking, they talking, and you know, me and the guy that own it, you know, we we drinking whiskey, and he was like, "Wow, I, I get what you're saying now." When he saw that, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, there's no way else in Philadelphia they would have a conversation." Period. Nowhere else would they come across Period. Each other you know what I'm saying? That white woman might look at him as like he's somewhere, he's a. Right. She's going to be tucking her purse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and locking her but, fucking door. I mean, Absolutely. They end up going from that long conversation to they went to the bar, got wine together. They was laughing, joking the rest of the night. And I was like, that's really what this city can be. Mm-hmm. And that's where the city's growing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the last big city in this country that can grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm confident, you know, I'm just glad that a lot of the little shit that I was able to do and work and collaborate with everybody else, you know, when my kids get older, it'll be like, you know, oh, Philly's a spot yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I can work, live, and play. Yeah, I don't man. have to work here and go to D.C. Mm-hmm. to have fun, you know, you know, go up the street to New York. It's mm-hmm. cool. I like to see black people kind of like uh, breaking some of those stereotypes, like even with uh, the Philly Cigar Week. Right. You know? Shout out to the big John Armstrong. Yeah. All day right. long, you know Because then I started doing research about that and the different like uh, cigar events and I was surprised that there were so many and so many black ones across, uh, throughout the country that I wasn't right. even aware right. of. Uh-huh. Like that, you know what I mean? I didn't Opened realize you up to a whole a new market, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Same thing with the wine. Like, well, Lamar had the Black Oak Wine Club and I was like, man, I didn't even know that so many... Mm-hmm. 
But you know, once you give an opportunity, get the exposure to it. Exactly. And expand and speak on it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. That's all. I love you said expand and speak on it. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Like, that's I, it. I, I would always tell that to Mara because Mara would be into, like, Mara is such a, a, a thinker, man. Absolutely. He's such a calculated dude. It's like, mm-hmm. I learned a lot from just how he carried himself. Samaya. Right. He's Samaya. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, when we up, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the one to tell everybody who walk up, I'm like, yo, you know he's Somalia? Like, you work here? And they be like, really? I'm like, no, nah, man, listen. Mm-hmm. I know you cool. I'm going to about this shit. Yeah, he is Somalia. I'm pretty sure he can talk to you right now about whatever y'all got going Period. on. Period. What and you drinking is bullshit. Right. And he'll break it down. Right. Why? Right. This with a right. quicker whiff. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Absolutely. It was like, but you supposed to be able to be hype about the folks, you know, that you know got shit going on. Period. Absolutely. No, dog, absolutely. Yeah, that's what the boys here to do. Man. Celebrating yeah. each and other, support man. Support before they yeah. blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Don't need to support yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> support them on the way up. Early, you know See, that's yeah. what we call dick eating. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is the perfect term for dick eating. All right. You know what I'm saying? They already done did it, done put the work in, yeah. and now you wanna be like, yo, you yeah. ain't heard of, you ain't seen the fucking 10, 15, 20 years motherfuckers right. done put in behind this shit. But now you want it. Now you got to pay double. Right. <laughs> fucking triple. Plus That's shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me like, ask you this, right? Because since you know you are a man about town and you are out there, guys night out, where do you like to go? So you know what, man? I'm actually learning that stuff, learning about myself right now because you know, I spent so long creating spaces for people to enjoy themselves. Like, I don't enjoy myself enjoy? with everybody else. You don't, you don't like, enjoy those same spaces that you create? No, nah, I don't. Because okay. it's like it's business when you right. And right, even there, it's kind of like you know. I, I mean, you get dulled to the censorship. Mm. Like I can tell by how the night's going. I can tell by the conversation and meeting people. I don't want to be preemptive and judging folks. And then I hate that I'd be right though. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you've been around, you spend so much time around people, and Learn you spend so much them. time around and you start understanding like just based on what they're drinking or what they're into. So how this shit gonna go. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. learning now, it's like so I spend my time creating space for people to enjoy themselves that they work all week and they spend a little bit of time. This is my every day. Mm-hmm. This is my, you know, your leisure time is what I do daily for, for right. to make to, to feed my two children. Mm-hmm. So for me to enjoy myself, you know, I, I got a group of friends, man. It's three of us. We've been friends, my oldest friends, since we were eight. Football season, every other week, we're at each other's house. Mm-hmm. And your job is the host, you bring food. I just like sitting back and just talking shit. Right. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and welcome to the land of shit talkers right here. You know what I'm saying? That's why we said it. He was like, yo, come on up, man. I was like, yo, I want to do it here because this is the. Essence, this is the shit I enjoy. Like mm-hmm. barbershop exactly. culture. Like I, I'm really big on how men like spending man time, you know? Right. Um sharpening each other. Like iron sharp. Talking iron. shit to a motherfucker, like, yo, like you know you bullshit right now. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like I know I'm bullshit, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna call you on your bullshit. You know what I'm saying? No harm, no foul. No foul <laughs> so like, yeah, it, it's not It's a comfortable space, man. That's what we want it to be, and that's what it should be, yeah. dog. You know and what realistically, I think that's why this works, because I always told him him all the time, I was like, I do this just because it's a way for me to spend time with y'all. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's really what I like about it. Especially, you know, you get so busy with 
fatherhood, parenthood, right. marriage, yeah. raising kids and all that. Life like a motherfucker. Life, you know what I'm saying? Life, like, you know what I'm saying? Life, life. Real, real shit. So this this is the breakaway and this is the peace of mind that we provide, you know what I'm saying, with this platform. And that's what, when we created the boys, that's always what we wanted, man, was just to provide a space where people could come up that we fuck with, that we've been seeing putting work in, right. but you might not have known about. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to fucking know. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about Big it's Show? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and you know what's wild too? It's like, so you said that. It's like, it's nothing for me. It's social. And I just got into the gun range. Like, I enjoy oh, yeah. it. Oh, you talking oh, to Master yeah. Chief that's Assassin the over here? Well, yeah, what the fuck you talking about? Yeah, dog. You talking to Master Chief Assassin. me on a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I do not. This nigga been shooting with one eye closed since like 12. Fuck out of here, man. I mean, but we need more of that, though, man. It's like, we need that shit. Like, I, I, yo, because they definitely right. train theirs up. Yo, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. They definitely train theirs up. Man, you look at the bullshit going on in the city and you find out like how aggressive motherfuckers is and they want to go grab a strap and they don't even know how to use it. Word. And then it's just like... Straight bullets everywhere. Right, and then people get hurt that don't need to be hurt. Like, no, I mean, I'm not big on, you know, acting like... It's, it's we're saints out here, but the reality is, I mean, I do believe in a code of conduct. So certain right. shit is, and mm. a man should be capable of violence. Like that's mm. a part of manhood. There's yeah. something capable. I ain't say you got to be acting on it. Uh-huh. No, nah, but think about it like this: like our good brother uh, Laval, who was on here a couple episodes ago, shout always says to me, shout you know, what I'm saying, shout out to Riley. Like he said, nigga, it's the Second Amendment. If they could have made it the first, they would have made it the first. You understand what I'm saying? And he, he, every time he say that shit, because he get on my ass about this for some time, I'm like, you're absolutely fucking right. Like they, right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's yeah. the second amendment, dog. Right. You get what I'm saying? Freedom of speech. Freedom, listen, say what the fuck you want, and you better be strapped up. You should be. You get what I'm saying? Like, off top. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might need to say that. Yeah, you might need that strap. So, like, yeah, dog, it's crazy. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, even, even a little deeper than that, Joy. It's not going to be all what you're saying. It's about being able to protect what's yours. Yes. Right? Oh, facts. And, and that facts. means, like I said, like some standards, some values. Mm. I think it's like having a, owning a handgun is the same as teaching kids martial arts and mm-hmm. teaching them the ability of discipline of Okay, you capable of this, but you know when to use it. Right? Period. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a time and a like, place. Right. And when you see, like, right now, we're, what, we're one of the largest black cities in the country. We're the poorest largest black yep. city. Yeah. And when you see how, like, you know, we're affected by this shit, it would make more sense to teach proper gun etiquette and training. But it's so taboo and soft out here, where it's like, you know, you're, you're encouraging them. But like as men and leaders of like your house and your space, mm-hmm. you start talking. I, I know dudes that own straps that that's never go to a range. Right. Like so, what are right. you having for? Like you are actually like, well, yeah. If I'm at my I'm I'm at least once a month, dog. You're like, I want to be able to use this motherfucker. Listen, when you first start clapping that joint off, it's going to be more than that. But you want because you're going to want to because you want to get sharper, and you're going to see, and that's it. As you go out to the range and you see where you off on your marks and your targets and shit like that, that's going to want to make you sharpen the fuck up, dog. And and, and realizing like you shooting targets far away is like, man, look, if we get something like that, I might as well run. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to be yeah, 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 engaging yeah. nobody that's that far 50 yards away. Now it's about repetition. It's not just nearly the target. It's about my how fast I'm getting my shit out and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on, on somebody's ass. Like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Real call right now. This time next year, he going to be promoting some kind of gun range yeah, get together yeah, right. for the black folks. Oh, we there. That's a mixer. Listen, we there. We fucking shooting that joint. Let us know. Let us know, dog. We need 10% of that. You know what I'm we all about collaboration, nigga. Focus, you already know. You know it's like, saying? you know, like taking what we do in social spaces and growing it to where we can still be social, but it's it's like really more benefiting us mm-hmm. more than just the party and the drinking. Right. We can still do all that, but it's like, right. I really want to. Listen, we're going to do an hour of shooting, then we're going to party after this joint. You know what I'm saying? We'll do it after. You know what I'm saying? No, like, real shit. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I was so big on Mar being a sommelier because it's how big it meant. Mm-hmm. No, nah, real shit. Representation for something that we normally don't get. Right. That we don't get. Uh, that put on us, right, 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 as being that as a high class situation to know why, right. But we in but those rooms too. Now, see a black man from like Philadelphia, dog. Like, done yeah. is the backbone of this country. Yeah. And if you saying here, you got black men teaching, educating, and knowing how that goes, like, not only are we way more dangerous, be educated. It's like that shit's it's needed, man. Yeah, you saw yeah, yeah. how we used to do. Even historically, you in the stories 60s about how and 70s. that was the only way to keep the clan away. Listen, oh, I'm right. Right. listen, we're going right to his bloodline, the militant one. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Fight the power, <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? We must defend ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Organize, organize. Once you blow him away, excuse me. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. That was the oh, that was on the Ross intro. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Ross was on some Then shit you have, you know what I'm saying? Sid. Divine manner. Sid. Power to the people. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. Yeah, Ross was a fucking around when he dropped that intro. Him and CeeLo, man? Yeah, Woo! That's crazy. Now we're going to put that shit in there for that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I'm saying? yeah exactly. We put that in there. Send me the message when and I try to work it in and edit. Yeah, man. You already fucking well, know. Let me ask you, is, is Let's Live Philly still a thing? Yeah, so, I mean, I ain't going to hold you, man. It was like COVID, man. Like, how I put it? Like last couple of years, man, I, I've been struggling with um, the things that I was able to do was always successful in some way. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of like bank, uh, banked on myself and I started an app called Live Philly, um, it showed you what was going on in the oh, city. Oh, I remember. I was, I, I, I was a part of it. Yes. Right. And I, you know, I have no technological background, but I was able to put together a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, the app was going. We had 10,000 downloads. You know, we had partners. I was partners with the Philadelphia Union, the soccer club. Um, I, I really had things going. Then when COVID happened, um, yeah. it shut it down. Mm-hmm. The world shut down. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people suffered. You know, it, I struggled with that because it was like, you know, not only did it not work, it was I, it means out of my control. Okay. Are you good? I know it was means out of my control. And then, you know, I put my, my family out there on the front line to deal with my failure. You know, having two children and a woman I was responsible for. Mm-hmm. So, I really didn't know, man. So it was like, you know, let's live and live Philly. I was like, I don't know how to really get this going again. But it was the people that I've been around, and like even just like him reaching out. It was folks like him that was just like in positions. When I first met them, they might have been, you know, uh, just starting in their careers, but they right. were established. 
It's like, no, what you had was brilliant. Right. Yo, this was this. If you did this, hey, you can still bring it back. So, you know, I'm actively working on relaunching it, you know, through engaging the city again and looking for partnerships. It's not going to be so reliant on me as the person that needs to drive people going to the app. And having an app really isn't a thing anymore where it's like a hard thing because they done made technology advanced. Yeah, so the AI can make anybody can anybody. Question real quick. And I'm an asshole, so no, hopefully you find find this and that. When you did your app, you yeah. weren't fucking with that that couple that was about to get like booked, you know what I'm saying? Because no. they was doing no, them crazy no, no, apps no. and all like that. No. All right, cool. I mean, them, niggas was, like them, niggas was, them niggas was frying. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. Peace, peace, peace to them and whoever does that type of shit, but it's like, it's bullshit. Yeah. And it always bothers me when I feel like people take on, like social media allows people a space to be said. Like we talk about the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them need the Second Amendment used. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, like you're fucking with my money. Right. Like, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, you know, real shit. Like you use, fucking with my emotions. use your platform to sell people information that they already have access to mm-hmm. so you can get rich off of it. And then when I look at what you're selling, it's like you're not rich off of what you say. Mm-hmm. You, no, you you're always selling. switching you're your shit. You're, right. you're, yeah. you're literally being rich off of packaging information. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's a hustle within itself. It's just something I couldn't do. Fast talking that, motherfuckers. Right. And you know, it's like, you know, don't be wrong. We all made mistakes in business. We don't all kind of might have shorted people that we want to do better for and buy, but I can never intentionally go into Fuck my people it, over. And knowing that yeah. I'm telling you, I'm selling you something where it's like, yeah, you can look this shit up yourself, take mm. the time to learn it. And then you overcharging like five grand for this. Fam, a couple classes. We talked about scammers and all that stuff a couple episodes ago, man. So we know how. How they get rich as shit though. They get rich <laughs> yeah. fast. They do get money quick. You gotta scheme. deal with that on your It's on like the dope <laughs> game though. Easy come, easy right, fucking go right. with that shit though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In and out, dog. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the real gonna last. The yeah. bullshit, get the fuck on yeah. out of here, man. So it's like, you know, like I said, with, with Let's Live and Live Philly, like, I'm definitely I'm looking to relaunch that. Um, the goal is by 2025. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I have conversations with. I was able to build equity in the city enough to where it's city agencies that can see the benefit and understanding um, how to work with me and how I can work with them. Mm-hmm. And I'll go about it a little differently, but it just took me kind of getting over my own stuff. My feelings was fucking hurt. Man. Yeah. It was hard to look at people in the face and know that my shit fell the way it mm-hmm. did. You know, mostly like, you know, my family, my kids. And I still, yo, I still get it. Yo, man, what's up with your app? I had that. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, no man, but that's yeah. And that was a good failure. Makes the, the, you stronger, the, the, man. The, the, the OGs tell me this is what they tell me. They say, delay, get brother, not denied. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? Real Just shit. So that's that 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 that's how that go. You I'm glad you asked that though. Well, yeah. I mean, I was trying to do a little research on you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Come up here. Come on, man. But this is come on. on. Come on, T-Dot. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? And I got something for you, too, because I was concerned, because I was wondering, like, what's up with the documentary that you was going through? With oh, no. Wow. You know what I'm saying? saying you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the starter shit. You know what I'm saying? The vintage shit. Absolutely. So that was basically combined, man. You know, I took a jump in 2017 with the app. And then, you know, me and my partner, you know, Drew, Andrew Trotter, mm-hmm. um, you know, we- Shout out to Drew. That's my guy, man. You know what I'm saying? All day friends. long. Um, so we have no film background. We have no experience in film. The group is my cousin. Um, mm-hmm. Me growing up, I was able, he was going to his salon runs and selling water ice and pastas and shit. Mm-hmm. I'll be with him. Right. 
Right. You know, he would take me out to the Greek back then. Oh, he yeah. got the shit set up over here. I'm selling Philly blunts over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? so we had the whole thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was fortunate to come from a family of entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. and self-motivated people that had to market themselves. Hustlers, mm-hmm. baby. Right. You know so Ruben and seeing his story and where he went with Mitchell and us, you know, I brought Jamal Hill on board. Um, that was a, a old friend of mine as well. Uh-huh. Director extraordinaire. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, Ma. So, you know, we put mm-hmm. together a short, man. We're telling a story about Mitchell Ness and the throwback era. Mm-hmm. And we're telling a story about, you know, Ruben being from West Philly and how in society right now, a lot of things that we see as popular in culture, mm-hmm. it derives from black people. It starts with black people. Period. But do we get the equity and the benefit of what happens? No, when they no because we, we got things going out here where they calling shit like internet, fades. Internet speech. But when they calling fades, <laughs> Travis <laughs> Kelsey's and shit right, like right, that. Right. You get what right. I'm saying? They always trying to fuck with the culture. So, you know, it's like, I can't really go like too deep into it because it's like, you know, we did reach a, we reached an agreement last year where... If you can think about the biggest piddle people behind Mitchell and us now, you know, they're coming on board to help partner. Mm-hmm. You know, we should definitely, like, I don't, I stopped putting timelines on shit because we've been working on this for five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it had to do with us. Ain't got no background in it. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you try and fail. But I mean, I, I'm excited. I think that's going to be one of the things that I bank a lot of my resources on that's going to feed me and my kids years from now. Uh, I fucking absolutely agree because what what are you talking about? We want to take you back, you youngins, you Gen Zers real quick. We're going to take you back to a time, uh, late 90s. All right. We're going to go, uh, 98. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, we're we're going to, we're going to go 98 to about Oh two. All right. I'm going to give you a four piece real quick. And around that time, remember the black college weekend we used to have down, uh, at uh, King's Dominion, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I specifically remember the one in 1999. I made sure I got some Lacoste shit because I said I'm not going to look like none of these niggas down there because all these niggas going to have jerseys on and all that shit. And nigga, for the next two years, that's all it was. I needed to stand out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Gator. But I seen it coming, dog. Like it was already, it was a done deal. By the time I was fucking with the throwbacks, it was like, oh no, the rap niggas wearing it. It's a rap. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's over. It's a dunsky, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that era kind of changed, man. It, it showed the power of sports, music, and fashion, how it yeah. is intertwined. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you look at, like I said, the people behind the creators of that is usually black, urban, yeah, youth, right. mm-hmm. people that's from the same places you wouldn't want to go travel, the hood, they are the most creative and they create these trends. Like, it got to the point, man, we're doing the documentary, we're doing the research, where, like, you got fashion houses like Gucci changing up with their product drops is based on what Mitchell and Ness would be doing for the year. Exactly. Just so they can do the colorways and take right, advantage right. of that shit. You know, like Nike, same thing. They're like, the all right, they're dropping man. these jerseys, then this is colorways we're doing with our sneakers. And but, to know that impact was just like, it's we're still seeing it. Sports, music, and fashion drives pop culture. Pop culture yep. is usually someone that doesn't look like us, but they got something from us. Right, right. Absolutely. But what be crazy is, once again, like I always got to do, if you didn't know, the balls is, a, is based out of Philadelphia. One of the flyest, original, we do this shit cities Mm -hmm. in the world. Not the country, the world. But because we a little bit, quote unquote, smaller, 
you know, we get, you know what I'm saying, in comparison to other big cities, let's say New York. Close by. You know what I'm saying, New York, (laughs) uh, L.A. They come down there. They come here and get the swag and go back up there and act like it's theirs. This shit been going on for decades. What's wild, I realized, yo, Brooklyn the same size as Philly. Wow, yeah. and that's a borough. Yeah. But see, that's that's crazy because that's a borough. That's a borough, bur- exactly. Yeah. So that's a borough in New NYC. But what I'm saying is, what we do in our small capacity resonates throughout the world, though, man. Really though, that, like just like you got the different boroughs in in uh, New York, whatever. You know what I mean? You got Harlem motherfuckers. You got Brooklyn motherfuckers. Bronx. Yo, the neighborhoods in Philly are just like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uptown, you could, you could, yeah, you could yeah. compare Uptown to like some Harlem cats. You know what right. I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. all the way. Absolutely. Or, or we... And they say Uptown up there. Right. So it's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> West Philly, yeah. I would consider it's like a Brooklyn, nigga. Right. You know what Brooklyn, I'm saying? You know what I mean? South Philly, like the Bronx, that shit <laughs> grimy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Southwest, that shit grimy, that nigga. Is. Fuck wrong with you. Southwest is huh? yeah, Exactly, <laughs> nigga. South, Southwest, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Let me ask you this, man. Yeah. So... What's up with shit. the May May? May May. Oh yeah, that's just yeah, man. So it's like you know, it's, it's again, it's a combination of like that's like a dope name I want to name it. My Asian John. Equity and work, you know, you put in. You know, my, my guy Jay Ho down in May May. Um, you know, me and my guy Nas, you know, we a partner, and we started doing these like R and B dinners, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, because uh, he has the huge, huge event. It's called You Me and R and B. Yes, into mm. um, a couple. So you know what I said when, when I was going when I was like shout out to you, bro. We've been to oh, a couple yeah, without. Nas is the man. Yeah, you know what I'm like, when I was sure. like sick over, you know, trying to make my family work. You know, my aunt fell in and not really like, I, you know, I went so heavy into that space. I distanced myself from food and beverage and nightlife. Mm-hmm. Nas called me, man, and this is where I said you need brothers and why you need this type of time. Mm-hmm. Nas is somebody that, you know, at the moment they treat us in as competitors. So we had no problem with each other, but we looked at each other kind of like, Are you serious about this? Like, Is you really cool with me? You know, you trying yeah, to like, yeah, right, right. you know, but so I'm, I'm sitting here in the cut, man. I'm just like, yo, but I don't really know my next move. And I'm basically, I'm soaking in my own bullshit. <laughs> he called me and was like, look, man, you are talented. I think, man, I got motivated by a lot of stuff you was doing. Look, I got this going on. Let's come back out. Let's figure something together. And we started doing uh, dinners together. And we would do that name match. Mm-hmm. And I started talking to the owner. That's my lane. I like to talk about the business, how you can grow your business, um, where you missing gaps at. And it hit me like he's not from Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, Asian dude, man. And he's so about, not about what, how I can benefit. He's like, if this is space, man, and black people fuck on my space, then how do I keep doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. never no like, man, I don't want it to be this way, though. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what I'm used to dealing with. Nice. Right, 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 so right, right. it was nothing off limits. It was a preference. I want y'all, I want y'all to keep y'all in this other, confined to this certain way. You know what I mean? Right. No, he was like, so me and him just started talking, and he was like, man, you, you, you know a lot. You know this market really well. So he was like, you know, what are you doing, you know, with your agency? And I was just like, Really, I, I want to be in food and beverage and hospitality because I see this where the city's going. So I want to know about how we can take what we do, make it cool. But these restaurants, I don't got to twist your arm and come out to dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Or go to lunch, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's something fun to do. So he let me come on board, man. So I run all that marketing. I mean, everything as far as like how their brand is, what they're putting out there, 
And the business is already doing well, but it's growing crazy right now. It's like open up a second location. The T-Dot effect, my nigga. Thank you, you know man. what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy about it? He don't even deny it. There's something where like, he says that exactly. You know, you don't really... I haven't worked with someone like that. And being Asian, I'm learning about their culture. And one thing I will say is they're about their business. They're about prosperity. They is a I think it's a miss is a miss misnomer that we think Asians and Black people are always like opposite because right. they come into our communities and you know they benefit a lot of times when we don't. If you else. pay attention, right? They showing us the they've been showing us the fucking game. Right. If we do it the right way, you get what I'm saying. And it's like if you yeah, if you reach out sure. and speak, I reach out and spoke to him. So now that he's opening more restaurants, you know I'm a part of that growing the hospitality group. And, you know, I have opportunities to not only invest, I have opportunities to be a part of it from more than just, you know, a, a brand development side. Gotcha. Equity 09. And I was like, so, yeah, I'm a huge fan of, of May May. I So anybody come down there, I mean, black people made that business because black women went there first. They mm-hmm. said they should, the shit was sexy. Mm-hmm. They start liking it. They yeah, it looks pictures. nice in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, I'm like, you know. Instead of him saying, no, I want this type of girl. I want this. He was like, well, how do I do this more? How do I make them feel <laughs> yeah, good? Right, and I was like, you're right. I got the answers, man. We go right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Matter of fact, man, I would like to invite you guys out, you know, since, you know, we're doing this. Come down there, man. Just have some drinks with me. Okay. Kind of see it. I'll do some appetizers. Everybody eat a little bit. Yeah, we like to film you a lot. See, where we come from, brother. You know, it don't just stop with that. You know what I'm saying? We want to film you. In your essence, man, getting, oh, yeah, I'm through, saying, man. yeah, I'm saying, getting busy, you know what I'm saying, doing that. Yeah. On top of that, we appreciate that, but we also want to shout out May May, you know what I'm saying, yeah. shout out you, the whole situation, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, we got a little set video shit, so we can set something up for you with the yeah, tech boys, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know no, what I'm saying? Do that. Real shit, dog. Like, that's what we that. love to do, that's dog. I look forward to that. Yeah, we definitely make that happen. Exactly. Well, I only had one more question. This sure. is a question I always ask people we interview. So, what's on the board for 2024? No, uh, 2024 is um, strengthening partnerships and relationships. Mm. Um, like I said, I just came from dinner, and that's what that conversation was. It was about, instead of looking forward about what you can build, who's next to you, who's doing what. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing personal inventory, mm-hmm. just looking like, all right, if you got this going on, I got this going on, how can I benefit you? I'm not asking how we can work together. I'm not asking how... You know, make money together. How can I benefit you? Or is something I have, can we share? Second, for me, is just personal development. You know, I feel like the biggest thing we all lack, and you can see it, um, that's why the materialism and social media shit is mm-hmm. just like driving people crazy. Yeah. I feel like there's a that spirituality and God is, a, is not really a focus. And that need to be right. at the top, at the it's forefront right. of it. All right? right. You understand so, what I'm saying? So for me, it's about, you know, on um, that journey, like, you know, I've been called and I, I, I love what Islam represents. Mm, you know, you know I, I've saying? been seeing the masculinity and the beauty behind it. And it's something where it's like, I need to dig deeper in myself and see if that's the, the path. But that's what I'm doing for 2024. It's really no business goals. There's nothing like that. It's because I feel like if I take those two approaches, everything else is going to fall in line. See, what you are doing right there, T-Dot, is walking the path of enlightenment. <laughs> all right? So serious, you know what I'm saying? No, real shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm happy to say that you are around some of the most enlightened boys, especially when you add in Mustafa 
Abdul Militant One, Brother Byron Sharif in the mix. You know what I'm saying? I damn near shed a glory tear when the brother just talked about his faith. <laughs> Fuck the phone. It fell again. It's off. It's, it's what it is right now. But no, all jokes aside, no, real shit, dog. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's about good. It's Listen, man. Whether it be Islam, Christianity, right. Buddhism, my goal has and always will be that you believe, that you have a faith, and that you understand that Whoever you decide you follow, whether it be Jesus, Allah, Buddha, that love, unconditional love is at the forefront of all these teachings. And if you know that and believe that, you will achieve that. Bars, man. God damn, man. You know what I like, right? You know what I'm saying? This is what I like, right? Because between this week and last week when we had Miss Miller on the show. The big show? The big show. Ask both people the same question. And they both talk about uh, self improvement, exactly, and that's being the goal. You know what I mean for this year of twenty twenty four. So that's what I love to because you can't do shit if you don't look at yourself first, first. and no, try to improve your yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, as I said, we're in, a, we're in a place in society and just as a community where it's easy because everybody has access to each other's deli. Doings. Yeah, could be you put know, it out there and shit. So it's easy to be like, why they do that? Or they shouldn't have did that. Man, I don't, man, I would never did that. Uh-huh. But you take so much time away from yourself. Whereas like, when you Worry really about, think about it, mm, uh, 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 other folks. Right. When you yeah, really think about it, yourself, it's just yeah, like, I mean, man, you know, it starts with just simple shit. It's like for me, like I know for a fact, like my weight go up and down, and it's like, yo, okay, cool. It's not from a lack of knowledge. It's from uh, consistency of. Putting some real shit in place mm-hmm. because I prioritize bullshit, mm-hmm. and it's like you know that's a hard conversation to have with yourself. You know what I mean? Like, but it's a real conversation right. when you're on that shit that, that right. you need to have with right. yourself. It's like just being a father, right? You know, like hey, my shit comes up, like you know, my two children. You know, I'm so active with my kids that when I'm calling them and asking them to do things, like my son nine, he had the other day. I was like, "Yo, you're not doing your push ups every day, dude. Like, you want to do this, do that." He like, "You do yours." I was like, yeah, right, right, right. Uh-huh. let's do it together. I did not do mine. I did not. I was like, you know, so. Thank like, you, but that's also letting you know you raising them right, too, exactly. dog. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Shit. And it's like, you know, when we was younger, it was be seen, not heard. Right. I mean, yeah, it was. It. Yep. yeah, be seen, not heard. Now, like, I encourage my kids to do that within reason, though. Be respectful. Yeah. No, absolutely. But the fact that he challenged me on that, that's the truth. I was like, well, I'm not the one that I want to play basketball. <laughs> you want you want a hoop? I'm like, still going uh, dad this situation, but yeah, on the low, I'm proud of you, little one. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is when you realize that your kids have the same outlook on things that you might have, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can't really get mad at that. Cause yeah. I would have reacted the same, same way. way. Yeah. Yeah. You love yeah. when they show those that, that yeah. intelligence. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah, maybe you don't have them conversations with yourself, and if everything you got is your plans, is business, and Striving to be the best, man, you gonna burn the fuck out, man. And life ain't worth living if it's always just about the bullshit you think. Cause you gonna be always looking for a win. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the wins is, if you really don't know what you're supposed to do, wins is far few in between mm-hmm. because they not easy. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So that's why that comes back to you again and something you just was talking about. That's why what happened with the app, this, that, and the right. third. Brother, 
they wasn't losses. They was lessons that's leading you to bigger blessings. See yeah. how I go with that? Yeah. No, Damn. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, because I mean, it's just it's perfect timing, yeah, man. Like, jewels. it's real. Like, this is what it's about. This is the era we are in. And I'm so happy to be around like-minded people. You know what I'm saying? That's on that same shit. You know what I mean? Right. And that's where we at, man. Right. Hey, listen, man. If you didn't fucking know, let me explain something, Tommy. We, 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 real quick, before you cut us off real quick. All right, go right ahead, Tom. We got my man Direct, Tommy. man. We, we appreciate that you coming out for us. Absolutely, you know what I mean? man. Good to sit down with us. I mean, so, we got so, what we, so what we got to do is bless oh, you, true, you know man. what I'm saying? Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? And I got to feel it. Listen, you got a fucking sweatsuit two years ago that's pink and blue. Wait, Fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, show you nobody that shit. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So listen, back to you, man. That's Appreciate cool. you, man. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I feel like, yeah, he actually rocked that joint and like huh? posted and shit. You know what I'm saying? We were giving. Right. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You did so. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all. This time next week. All right, sleep. All right. Go home, man. I'm trying to. We got a lot of fucking. We... No, that was it. No, listen. First and foremost, T Dot, man. Yeah. Love and appreciate up. you, bro. No, really, listen, no, listen. This is only the. Listen, you motherfuckers get ready. Like we we brought him on here, but listen, we ain't done with fucking T dot. All right, this is just the fucking beginning. You understand what I'm saying? Building as we should out this joint. Y'all can fuck with my man and everything he do. Follow him at uh, Tyrone Dixon. I'm about to say, yes. shut the candles out, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know it's uh, Tyrone underscore underscore Dixon. Um, that's across Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you go on my Instagram, it's boring, man. It's a bunch of kids stuff <laughs> and posting maybe some, you know, recaps of some projects I'm a part of. But other than that, man, you know, come to May May, please. I think that's a, a great spot where not only are we welcome, we are thriving. Right. It's a good time. You ain't got to think twice about it. And, you know, and then support the people that I, that I really rock with. Right. Uh, my man Nas, Occupy mm-hmm. Nas, anything mm-hmm. he got going on, you should feel comfortable to go. Shout out, Nines. You know what I'm saying? All day. You know what I'm saying? Stop, man. That's it, man. We can... Listen, he the military already gave me the look. See, this yeah. is where we at in, in our All right. chi. All right? You know what I'm saying? He already got... You know what I mean? Listen, if you didn't know, man. Mm-hmm. You rocking The boss, man. Podcast, that is. Motherfuckers. We... Everywhere you understand on all platforms, check for us. You know what I'm saying? All Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube. He in the background with all this shit. Let me say it, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's cool. I got you. This is what we do all the goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? Officer, the goddamn law, Mustafa. You understand what I'm saying? End of the day, man. We appreciate y'all for all our new followers, new subscribers. Listen, appreciate y'all. Keep building with us. Listen, we only going to bring the real from the town of the motherfucking Phil. The balls, baby. We everywhere. Peace, man. Peace. You know what I mean?